0: So I made yogurt.
1: Oh, how'd it come out?
0: Um, I haven't tasted it yet. I don't want to taste it while it's room temperature because mm. I feel like that'll be gross and I'll gag. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but I, it, it's, it's, so I made, I took, uh, we have uh, apricot preserves that nobody's been eating or putting in sandwiches mm-hmm. or on anything. So I decided to make one of them Uh, flavored with that because I didn't add any sugar to it so it's going to be interesting seeing how the girls like it because Mm -hmm. I'm going to test it tomorrow um, for breakfast Um, I'm going to give them that and see how how it does because you know they are super into sweet everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) so if it's Because the problem is that you can't, it's super hard to make yogurt sweet when you're making it. Because if you add the sugars, the cultures eat the sugars. So it doesn't always make it sweeter. So I have to see how that goes. I may have to be something that I figure out like after the fact and see if there's some kind of way. Because like the only thing I can think honestly is when it's still room temperature, making it, uh, sweetening it with honey. Mm -hmm. Because sugar, it, it won't dissolve in that. So
1: not to excite you too much though, but unsweetened yogurt is a great ingredient in a lot of dishes that i can make yeah and
0: i would love to to i want to make more like this is not
1: tahini or not tahini sauce yeah tahini sauce and uh um way the heck amazing in lasagnas so Hmm. just so you know so So yeah
0: yeah, no i'll I'll, this is not by any means the last Mm -hmm. (laughs) of what i'm doing i just want to I, I have to no, practice and three, see. Three,
1: four bucks for a gallon of yogurt. It's is not just even,
0: that's not even a gallon. Mm-hmm. I did half a gallon okay. because that's what it's half a gallon when you use one thing of the Chobani yogurt. Mm-hmm. This I also used Greek yogurt for this too. So it's going to be interesting. But you
1: can just use that yogurt to propagate more yeah. yogurt and just keep making yogurt. And yes. so you have yogurt after yogurt after yogurt. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah.
0: so it's, not, it's not, by no means the end of it. The only thing that I have to figure out is, you know how how I'm going to keep it save it see how they like it what flavors and sweetness levels and everything and t- like I said this is greek yogurt so I have to experiment see if they like the greek yogurt if they don't like the greek yogurt then I'm going to go away from that and just do regular yogurt because mm-hmm. it really it literally depends sometimes they love greek yogurt if it's the right flavor sometimes they hate it they really like yo-play and yo-play is not really yogurt <laughs> so it's you know it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting but they did really enjoy the chobani blueberry yogurt so mm-hmm. but because I got the regular chobani greek no sugar added yogurt. I'm going to see, because the other one I made uh, blueberry flavored with the blueberry um, that we, the blueberry jam we had gotten. So I mixed that one into the other one. So okay. we'll see. Uh, I'm going to test it out, test the water, see how they do. Um, if they like it, then success. <laughs> if they don't, then I just have to try again, see what see what you know they enjoy and what they don't enjoy. Because worst case scenario, it, nobody likes it, and then I put in a smoothie, because then they won't taste it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, but I'm, I'm excited because I'm like, I did that. I made it. <laughs> I literally sat down and I made yogurt in the easiest way possible because you can make yogurt from scratch. It's, you know, a bit more ingredients, but i i wanted to test it the easy way because this way literally means that i only ever have to buy milk (laughs) and whatever i'm going to flavor it with as the seasons and everything go on you know especially after we start getting our fruit trees which means we won't need to buy anything and i will keep a supply of yogurt going forever for nothing (laughs) like so so. weird
1: question Hmm. how do chickens respond to yogurt
0: uh, I I don't know. I know that chickens like yogurt. A lot of people do give their chickens yogurt for that probiotic boost. That's what I'm thinking. So if about, they don't I'm like it, about give that. It to them. I'm
1: th- well, not not only that, but like, you know, just the ability for the chickens to, you know, our for our chickens to to go stronger, especially because you know you keep looking at, and at some point you're probably going to wear me down enough to you know make another coop or something. Um, but you know, I'm like, okay, if we're going to have more chickens or we're going to have chickens or whichever way we're going to go on that. So not going to be for a couple of weeks. We are going to be doing the two week, no spending money, uh, thing here because, uh, I just bottomed us out, but we're going to, we'll get dirt is about all we're going to be getting. Um, <laughs> which is good. Cause I, yeah. uh, we're no, that's, that's, that's it. That's it. Like tomorrow they open, they they open up tomorrow and they have those, the bags of dirt. And I'm like, I don't need to get a bag of dirt now. I literally <laughs> can just. Go have them, them load me which is perfect. 35 bucks and that's you know that's enough to put everything there and be like okay that's it we're not spending We i need to put everybody on a two weeks of don't ask me for sh- squat you know and i am trying to work on on my language a little bit for the podcast because i do understand and i am appreciative of our people in new york we haven't even talked about them really oh yeah, did we, we? Did. okay yeah no I was, that was awesome to hear about though so you know so but um I'm just, I'm looking at everything and I've been, you know, like I'm talking to Matt right now and, uh, about building us a server found out he's working for his sister's cookie company. So his sister went to be a pastry chef. And so now he's working at a, her cookie company. Apparently they did. They're, they're doing okay. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, Hey man, I don't want you to fail at all. So, you know, he's still a friend just business wise. I will never trust him again ever, ever. So, you know, and anybody who, doesn't know that story that's well oh well (laughs) I'm not going to stress about it right now but you know I'm uh, yeah we're going to get that dirt and that's all we're going to need and it's pretty exciting because we have blue back (laughs) you get to look out there and see Lucifer and I'm just like so dang happy with it Oh, man. And one of my friends, of course. Wow, really? You named it Lucifer? Yes. That's so close to naming it the devil. And it's like...
0: And you can perish because <sighs> of it. <laughs> It's like,
1: you know, come on. It's funny. And its it was a good name for my truck, which raises hell. And that truck... <laughs> It's so hilarious because, I mean, we have so many stories with that truck, including remember that guy at the Dodge truck uh, two years ago saw us plowing through the mud. He's like, I won't do that in my truck. (laughs) You know, he's like, you just went through there like it was nothing. I'm like, yeah, it's a real four by four. You know, so, but got my truck back and then they had the gall to call me today. She says, is he going to have a manager call me back today? How much you want to bet that's not going to happen? Oh, probably not. Oh, cause they, don't wanna, no. they don't want
0: to. They don't want to deal with it. No, they don't want to so, admit that they did something so horrendously mm-hmm. wrong.
1: No, no, I'm I'm and, and I've decided what I've decided is probably, I don't know, probably tomorrow some point because tomorrow's our free for all. I'm going to go down.
0: No, it's. Oh, not. wait, no.
1: Friday gosh darn it I'm sorry tomorrow's Thursday I'm I this month is flying by and I'm still trying to jump ahead a day but (laughs) for our free-for-all Friday I'm probably going to go down step-by-step timeline of everything that happened on this truck just just to go through it or maybe not I don't know we'll see what happens it's free-for-all because that's the way it works (laughs) so but I have been looking at um, you know our different sponsors and sponsorship opportunities and those and I'm looking at who our conflicts are. I'm looking at what other podcasters are talking about because there's no open review for it, but I found that in some of my Facebook groups and, and uh, social media groups that I'm a part of, they do talk about these different sponsors. One of them, I'm like, that's so janky right there. They don't pay you until you reach a certain threshold, but you have to reach that threshold within a certain amount of time. Otherwise they just for you forfeit the money. And it's like weird. I'm like, uh, what's the threshold? And it's like, you know, so uh, there's different things that I'm looking at. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a good problem to have to sit there and go, okay, which, which sponsors are we going to assume? And are we going to choose? And I've gotten a couple of emails from different sponsors going, Hey, why you should choose us and this and that. And one of them was one of the ones that, that, you know, the other podcasters were saying they never paid them. It's like, Mm, And uh, to which I'm going to respond back to them. Great. Why don't you go ahead and give me a list of a dozen podcasters that I can contact that you've actually paid out because all I have is a list of podcasters that say you don't. So, you know, and then they get, uh, 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 but it is what it is. Right. So Mm -hmm. anyway, with that and the fact that I have my truck back, I'm so happy. Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, and I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything.
0: And nothing. All
1: at the same time. So.
0: So I have a question. Okay. Um, I. With all of the light of all the things, you know, coming and going and the news stories and the more and more people are not looking at conspiracy theorists like they're crazy. Mm -hmm. It posed a question in my head that i haven't seen any answers for but i keep getting ads on all of my stuff because i i in particular only have two subscriptions that i pay for um and both of which that i have to cancel because i got no money (laughs) um i my nintendo account one and my playstation one because i play games (laughs) and i haven't had a whole lot of time for it the last couple of weeks but
1: you're not going to for, I mean, garden time. It's now. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand. Uh, free
0: time is, is literally, that I don't have any <laughs> mm-hmm. besides the time that I, like, I just, I literally am coming and going on mobile games randomly as they show up. Kind of. That's literally, mm-hmm. that's all the free time I have. So, but I still keep getting ads um, for, um, and they always are the same for all the different kinds of apps that they are um, but they're all the same thing and some person in a green screen um, going don't you just hate you know how expensive things have gotten and how terrible you know and it feels like you know you can't keep track of your money anymore and blah 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 mm-hmm. well I've got just the thing for you I've been using insert random app here it's been keeping track of all of my subscriptions tells me when you know I haven't opened a certain app in a certain period of time and w- or haven't used this thing or watched on this thing or bought anything on here and blah, blah 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 and tells me when my subscriptions are basically rendering useless to me and I'm paying for them for no reason and in that app I can cancel the subscriptions and I don't have to go to all the different websites and d- by doing this it mm-hmm. just, you know made me realize that my wife was paying for 17 different things that she didn't need to be paying for every single month and da 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 and they show your yearly ones and your monthly ones and your bi-yearly ones and your bi-monthly ones and your, ones and your weekly ones and blah 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 blah. and it's super in-depth and super great and it helps me and now I'm saving some you know insert great amount of money for everything that I can now be spending on these things and you know Mm -hmm. makes it sound like this is an amazing thing and me three and a half years ago would have looked at that and been like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I need something like that because I don't like I it's hard to keep track of everything because I didn't know anything. And I'm sorry if any of my if you know any of my parents listen to this, but I don't have great examples on you know keeping track of money and spending mm-hmm. it wisely. You know, I it's it was always a thing that we never had money for all of the extra things everybody wanted to have do all that crap. And so it's like I didn't know anything. I didn't know taxes i didn't know Mm. anything about i literally i knew nothing i didn't even know that money was taken out when you get paid for something in taxes like i know i knew nothing so something like that would be like oh my goodness i can look at every single thing i'm spending money on in this and i don't have to write anything down i don't have to keep notes on anything i don't have to have 17 tabs open on my laptop like things like that like would appeal to me because I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And if I had not met you and went to do the things that I said I was going to do with going to college for my ECE credits and all that, I would have ended up with, you know, a job and all these other things that I would have been doing all of this stuff. And so I would have gotten something like that. But now (laughs) that I am, you know, older and I have more wisdom and, you know, you and I am now starting to look into the world and the government and all of that stuff, it makes me wonder are apps like that pretty much like because I'm like only getting ads for things like that mm-hmm. recently. Are they pushed by the government to try to help monitor all of the things that you do and spend money on because it's so detailed that. You know, and I know about you know they. It's a whole tactic mm-hmm. that they make you know reading terms of service and all that crap mm-hmm. so in, so extensively long so that you won't read it and then you're just accepting it. Everybody does it. Everybody's guilty of it, <laughs> and so you it, like they they can be putting things like that in there. And I mm-hmm. haven't gone through it, mm-hmm. so I wonder like is that a thing? <laughs> because well, that's kind of spooky. It
1: it it. it 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 is spooky and the answer is going to be no and yes and so this is this is where things are scary and and i've had this discussion um with people in the past and and it comes down through the finance side of things right Mm -hmm. um they like let's let's say for example the government is going to try to track you on everything that you do okay and that is what they do. Our government, all governments, every government in the world, there isn't a single one that isn't, are pervasive in wanting to know everything you do, everything you have. Understand that, you know, there are people in our government who can step on our property without a warrant and look around our property. They're literally, literally, Everything that we do, they want to know everything. You, wanna have, you, you, know, you can't grow a garden in your backyard and think the government's not going to know about it because satellites are a fucking thing, mm-hmm. right? And the same thing with these apps. And it's very obvious that these things happen, and they happen in such a way that people just don't think about. Like people buy freeze dryers because they want to prep. And it's like, okay. And so then what happens is they use a credit card. To buy their freeze dryer right you use anything in currency the government wants to know what you're using that money for the most the two most dangerous forms of currency that are used in transactions actually i can go with three one is cash because you withdraw cash from an atm they don't know where you're going period However, if you withdraw, I want to. I tell people this: if if you withdraw, let's say you withdraw exactly seventeen hundred dollars, okay, mm-hmm. and then a business that you go to and give seventeen hundred dollars to claims exactly seventeen hundred dollars in a purchase that was a cash purchase. The government will actually put that math together for the probability that it was you based on your spending trends that they have for history. They know, look, anybody who thinks that the government does, doesn't know this you're is stupid because marketers know this. We know this. Remember, I'm the one who Disney's legal team threatened to sue because I was able to figure out information because I figured out one food vendor, Right. And by figuring out one food vendor, I could extrapolate and I figured out all this information. You and I sit there and we talk about business and I sit there and I know the key demographic, like, no problem, right? Mm-hmm. And if I know it, then you can bet that the government knows it, right? Mm-hmm. And so an app itself may not, but an, but the pay system that you're utilizing through that app, it absolutely does. In fact... Um, last year, uh, the first quarter of last year, Venmo, uh, Rocket Money, Cash App, PayPal, all of them, okay, Zell basically, they report to the IRS every transaction that you make through them. They are required to for any transaction over $600, but their terms of service on most of them states that they are open with the federal government, IRS and institutes on, on what you're, what not only what you're transferring money for, what you're using that money for, what you purchased on it. They literally can go to, you bought it from this address, shipped to this address to tighten up everything. The second biggest threat. To, so just, just, so there, there's your answer on, on that part of the question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because there it is. You, if I transfer money to you on Zelle, a dollar, the Fed knows it. The federal government knows that I gave you a dollar on Zelle. Okay. IRS is a joke. We don't need to file taxes. They already know how much money they think that you owe them. Right. That's just the way that it works. But anything that you do cash app, somebody sends me a cash app and it's this and it's that. And it's like, oh yeah. you know, but no, the government hundred percent knows what you're doing. So, and so no matter what, there's no way to transfer just cash right through any of these apps that the government doesn't get to see it unless you are overseas and somewhere else. And proxies don't even work for this crap. I mean, that's what's because you're talking about currency exchange and currency exchange rates and then fees that are on top of that and money that can't even go to some of those places or come from some of those places without triggering red flags. Like seriously, take get a hundred dollars from some guy out of Syria. Watch how fast the FBI comes knocking on our door saying, Hey, how you doing? just want to make sure that you love your country and uncle sam oh why are you here well we just want to know did you happen to you know get any money from any strange places lately that you want to literally not kidding that's what they'll do there's there's videos of people who have shown it repeatedly the second form which the government has openly attacked and i'll i'll talk about in that is cryptocurrency now you didn't know really much about crypto before we started talking, and I know crypto even now. I still can get a glazed look on your eyes, so I'm just going to try <laughs> to do this this right now. Crypto, in, in essence, is an unfederally, unfederally regulated currency, meaning that I can go and buy a Bitcoin, or I can buy a percentage or a part of a Bitcoin, right? And I get a number for the receipt for that Bitcoin, add it to my own account, and the government doesn't get to touch it. Okay, they don't get to see what it is. They don't get to see what I'm doing. They don't, and the government doesn't like that. Okay, okay? so now if you want to get into conspiracy theories, here's where the conspiracy theory kind of makes sense in understanding this stuff. So we have FTX, and FTX, literally, and I don't don't mean literal. I, I I don't mean you know kind of no. FTX started this full cascade effect on cryptocurrency, right? Because, you know, something like, like, you know, almost a million people, I think it was like 900,000 people lost billions of dollars with FTX. Come to find out that FTX was funding, was funding Alameda Research Group um, illegally with that money because that's goes against the SEC. But the SEC is like, well, we don't regulate that. Right. And that they were giving millions and millions and millions of dollars to the government and government parties and to specific parties and only after that money started to dry up were they suddenly investigated and now and and this is the beauty of this and this is what's hilarious the CEO of FTX, and I'm not even going to waste my time with, with his name. I know who he is. He's a piece of garbage. And if I ever saw him, I would absolutely smash his head in. No problem. Um, I would take the misdemeanor on that. And because this is what happened. After giving all that money, after declaring bankruptcy, and now the SEC steps in. The government's like, yeah, see how how bad unregulated you know currency is? So now we need to be able to come in. And the SEC stepped in. Um, and it wasn't just the SEC; it was a couple of different agencies came in and started cracking down all over the place on almost a daily basis. Right um, on new fines, new new systems, new things that they can do. They stopped companies from being able to, um, you know, actually trade cryptocurrency. Right, an unregulated currency. They 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 stopped it um kraken is if kraken's a cryptocurrency um they well they have a crypto coin i should say and you know the sec came in and got them to settle with a 30 million dollar fine in sec charges as well as to not sell their uh their coin or aspect of their coin which is their asset staking coin um in the u.s so by getting rid of the ability for us to use cryptocurrency, the government can once again, track it, tax it and and do everything else. So I, I can go into that in later in a, in greater detail. And, you know, just understand that this is the kind of stuff that I have to study and I get to study because it's important to know because it's amazing to me that it wasn't until, well, let me rephrase that. It's amazing to me that the government couldn't regulate it, had no grounds to regulate it until somebody who gave a bunch of money to the government screwed up, quote-unquote. And now his trial, now understand that um, his uh, CEO for, their, for Alameda Research Group already pled guilty, both of them, their co-CEOs, pled guilty to fraud. Okay? okay. And his trial is set for next October. When we're talking about, yeah, this, this coming October, but what's funny about it is, is you've got to understand that his attorneys are going to move. They're going to make a motion to, you know, um, to stay. So they're going to literally try to push out the trial. They're going to tr- get a new date and they'll probably push it out until October of next year because you can push out for up to a year. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make it political. To be able to make this move and they're going to criminalize cryptocurrency and everybody involved in cryptocurrency because they have to in order to be able to come in and try to stop it. Why? Because the federal government wants cryptocurrency. They want their own cryptocurrency and they want it to be something that we trust because we trust our government. We trust our government to put a needle in our skin. We trust our government to regulate our food. We trust our government to make sure that the things that we see and and, and the things that we read and all the information is correct, right? Nothing wrong in any of that. So we trust our government for that. So they're wanting to take that trust. And I guarantee you, because there's no election coming up this year in October. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is not something you want in a non-election year unless it looks like it's going to blow up in your face. Well, considering we're all talking about weather balloons, derailed trains and everything else and nobody is talking about FTX anymore. I think we can safely say that it's just going to go the way of oblivion with nothing really happening to these people. I mean, seriously. And our federal government being able to regulate that, which brings us to the third And only thing that we can do right now that the government can't track and they don't like it, and that's bartering. Mm. That's it. So, but did you know that bartering is actually something that you're supposed to report on your taxes? You're supposed (laughs) to report on the IRS, and they utilize they utilize fear as part of that tactic because. Hey, you're gonna go let's let's say that you and I we grow a hundred pounds of honey this year, right? Mm-hmm. And we switch it out for we take that hundred pounds of honey and we convert it into half a calf. Okay? Okay. Perfect. And we sit there and say, Hey, you know, we're gonna shake hands on this. Okay. But the IRS wants you to think and the government wants you to think and this is gonna get us so put on the fucking radar, <laughs> this is bad. They want you to think in fear that the other person's going to report it. And if you don't report it and they do, you're going to be liable for 200% of the value of that in tax revenue every year. Period. Yeah.
0: That's they stupid. Because
1: fear is a great motivator. And it's like, and so people are afraid to barter and afraid to trade. I'm going to grow mushrooms, Right. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to right now because we literally bottomed out our everything to get blue back because, you well, know.
0: Well, we still can with what you've got so far. No, I have
1: to, I, there's more stuff I have to buy. There's literally, I have bags and things I still got to get. But anyways, but the, the, the simple fact is, um, you know, they're going to want all of that information. This, that's why, like in California, it's illegal to g- gather rainwater.
0: Which is so dumb. There's like other states where it's illegal for you to get it
1: because the government can't regulate it. But see, by knowing how much water we spend, how much water we buy, knowing the size of our family, how many people live here, the size of our house, the acreage of our land, they can look at our water system and know, number one, exactly how much water we utilize. We should utilize as a family versus how much more water we would utilize with a garden. Okay. Okay. So they get to they monitor and look for all of that electricity. You know, in San Bernardino County, it was the thing that police and, and DEA were busting friends of mine and they were friends of mine who had grows in houses. And you know how they were busting them? Mm-hmm. they were growing weed in homes and they, their electric bill. Oh my god. That was it. They looked at their electric bill, and they would see that their electric bill was higher than somebody else's electric bill. So they would stake out their house. They stake out their house, and of course, you know, they don't want anybody to see anything, so they have rooms where the curtains are there and they're closed. And so they come there, staying on public property, and they have IR, uh, you know, cameras that are coming in there, and they see it, and they see this room with a bunch of a bunch of lights in it, and then they come in, and that's that's enough probable cause. For them to get a warrant for your home to come in and bust you.
0: That's absolute bullshit.
1: A hundred percent. But that's that is how invasive, pervasive, and intrusive our government is. So when you want to know, when you when your question is ever, does the government want to know these things? Is the government involved in a hundred percent. You know. You, you can't have, do you understand it's, here's how crazy it is. So we have the Palestine farmer's market here, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be in a lot of trouble. You cannot have a booth at the Palestine farmer's market without a business license. Okay. You can't, you cannot have a booth at a farmer's market unless you have a business license and you have to have, you know, and they have to set it up. Uh, whoever's setting it up with vendors and vendor permits and all the information. So you go there and you sell something. The government's like, what'd you sell? How much of it did you sell? Because it doesn't make sense on your receipts. Wow. Is all of your transactions just card? And this is why I say this, because in Denios, which is in Roseville, so one of the largest farmers markets in the world, mm-hmm. people were doing cash transactions that never got declared. And so what government did was government came in there and had people come in to buy things with cash. And they would log what they bought, where they bought it, who they bought it from, what the vendor number was, their booth number, got all the information from there. And so when their taxes and like, huh, hey, on this day, you, you had this sale, but you didn't declare it. Why? And so based on that, They would sit there and decide and assess how much money they believe that you actually didn't declare and that would fine you and that would penalize you and would absolutely drive you into the ground. Could you imagine if we had a cryptocurrency and tomorrow the SEC decided that the only way that we were going to be able to survive was to pay a $30 million fine and stop selling in the U.S.?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's wow. Okay.
1: But the government has full rights to tell you how many chickens you can have in your backyard. The That's government has full stupid. rights to tell you how many bees you can have in your backyard. The government has the right to tell you how many of anything that you can have raised. The government has the right to tell you how many vehicles you are allowed to own without having a dealership license. The government literally has. Oh, yeah. Because These if you want to sell oh more than three, God. if you have more than three cars for sale at any given time, like if you, let's let's say that. Let, let's say the worst happens. Let's say we're going to lose everything. And so we decide we're going to sell all our stuff. If we put all of our vehicles that we have right and -hmm. we put them up for sale, we would get in trouble
0: That is because we don't have a
1: dealership license and we're trying to sell more than three vehicles at one time. So this is the kind of stuff. So when you ask if the government cares, wants to. Yes, the government wants to know your everything. The government wants to know when you die. The government wants to know when you're sick, what kind of sick you have. The government wants to know your weight. The government wants to know your health. The government wants to know your everything. And here's what's crazy about that. Because of universal health care, and if anybody ever would look at, go look at the the terms of service to that, all of that information is freely and openly available to the government. Doctor-patient confidentiality, only goes as far as a warrant. But if you have government medical, if you have government assisted medical, if you have Obamacare, guess what? You voluntarily gave up that information because you gave them a list of all of your health, your age, your birthday, your everything. If you have an STD, they know. How crazy is that? If you have an STD and you went to the doctor and said, "Hey, I got this uh, you know, sore cold sore. I don't know what that's from." Doctor knows. And then the moment that the doctor fills that information out, government knows. There is nothing about you that they can't find out because it's invasive. So the only ways that we're able to do that is through cash to slow it down through, you know, crypto, which, you know, now Because of FTX, surprisingly, FTX, because of FTX, who the government benefited from while other people are screwed out of hundreds and millions of dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Billions, I'm sorry, billions of dollars. You know, now the government's stepping in to regulate it and people are going to welcome it with open arms. You know, in 2001, some planes hit some buildings and it was a horrible thing. And because of that we openly and I'm sorry to you we openly gave away our freedoms. We openly gave away the right to privacy under the Patriot Act. We openly allowed the government to monitor our phones. To monitor our everything in the name of freedom. And it was only supposed to be temporary. It was, TSA do you, Can I want me to blow your mind? When I was 15, and I went on a plane for the first time. I showed up 15 minutes before my flight, walked directly to my gate with my ticket that was printed out from my home printer, and got on a plane. And that's it.
0: Yeah, I I, had, I don't remember when I found out that they didn't exist before 9-11, mm-hmm. but that, that was when I heard about that. I was like, are you, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, huh? what so
1: so everything that you do they monitor they monitor every purchase we can we can sit there it's like right now we only have one active hive right and i need to fix that so we have one active hive right now and i'm gonna have my goal is to have five six active hives and I'm going to have them, and I'm going to put them up, and I'm going to have them in a way that they've never been in our, on our property before. mean i got I'm getting my red clover seeds. I'm going to start – I want to start seeding. I actually want to discourage us from um, openly mowing stuff while we have flowers blooming in, in the backyard, but um, we'll, we'll see how that all goes. It'll be within reason, obviously. And it's like – and I'm going to do all this stuff. <coughs> the thing is, is I can buy the nukes in cash, Right? Mm-hmm. And I can buy all the bee supplies in cash. I can buy the, the extra stuff for feed. I can buy the diatomaceous earth and all of that. And I can buy that in cash. And I would be good. Right? The government wouldn't be able to see. Except how do I buy the jars for honey utilizing cash or barter? Can't. Walmart doesn't sell them. I can buy them through the app. Only one way to utilize the app. And that's my credit card. Right? how do you and if the government sits there and they see me and they and they don't know that i bought bees because i bought it in cash but they see that i bought 24 or 36 or 48 honey jars right Mm because i think they're pretty i've pretty much told the government i'm raising bees and on top of that there are absolutely and anybody who doesn't think otherwise please why do you think they're up there There are people who just monitor our addresses on satellite to see what we do and what we have. And they'll look in our backyard and they'll be able to see six hives sitting right there. They'll be able to see your garden, know your garden plots, know what you're growing. Right. And all of your seeds have been bought with, with credit card, know how you're growing it. And that's it. So, so at the end of the day, And if we sit there and they sit and they look at it and they go, well, that's funny. There's eight people living there, but you have 25 garden plots. That's, that's a lot more than eight people need. What's going on with the extra food? And then they look and for us, they say, oh, well they have a dehydrator and they have a freeze dryer and they have a slicer and they have a vacuum chamber sealer and they have, you know, packaging that they're buying. And let's, let's take a look. Okay. Have they bought labels? if they bought labels why would you buy labels in their mind you buy labels because you plan on selling it right huh is that information there that's how crazy it is right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how do I know that the government knows all of this stuff because it's what I did as a marketer I literally would be so intrusive to figure out what what's called a demographic You know, when people hear a demographic in any other terms, you know, if the police use it, utilize demographics, it's a horrible thing because it's called profiling. When the government uses it, it's called profiling, but the government doesn't care because profiling isn't illegal. Right. Mm -hmm. For demographics, it's not illegal. If you go to Disney World and if I sit there and I look on somebody's Facebook, I can generally tell by the time I'm done scrolling through, you know. I don't know, let's say two minutes of their Facebook. I can generally tell you enough about that person that I know which demographic I put them in. I know what their income's going to be. You know, um, example is Keisha has this guy that started talking to her, right? Mm -hmm. And so she sat there and she goes, hey, can you uh, do your thing on this guy because he's telling me this and I just want to know if he's this kind of person or what it is about him. And I said, sure. By the time I was done, I was able to tell her how old the guy was, where his job was, where he worked, where he got the fedora in the picture, what his dog was, what his previous dog was, his address. I was able to tell her that he had a roommate. Not only that, but he was looking for a second roommate. I was able to tell her who his power was with, what his car was. I was able to tell her how long he would had his job, when he got covid right i was able to even go through his last girlfriend's the fact that he was following bots known bots on facebook that you know i found out how his ex who his ex-girlfriend was i was able to say when they broke up i was able to sit there and say exactly what he drove exactly where he worked exactly how much money he earned you know with within what tax bracket i was able to do do so much to let her know that hey this is this is what he is this is what he studies this is what his hobbies are hey and by the way you met him on Slingshot. That, that stupid game, right? Yeah, but she never told me that. I was able to go through all of that. Figure all of this stuff out. And give this all this information to her. And she stopped talking to this guy. Because she realized that he was not what she was looking for. So, and I was able to do that with just one person. And that's not with all the intrusive extra crap. That's literally with just... Basic information and by the way, for anybody who thinks well yeah, that's why you keep your Facebook profile private his was so that's what what needs to bother people none of your stuff is private none of it none of it can anybody get in you know you comment on posts, no problem I find you I'll find you on that post you, you know oh no this facebook this Facebook profile is private follow them Does, no don't need to follow you you know. It's like, you can sit and figure out somebody's family based on stuff like that. There was social media, Instagram. It's like, mm, I could easily find and, and dox so many people. It's not hard. And I'm not the government. I'm not paid to do that. So everything that you do, the government has ways that they try to figure it out. So your best bet, is be friends with the people that you're trading stuff with and, you know, figure it out. Because if you're utilizing enough water to grow your, raise your garden, they're going to look. If you're buying a bunch of seeds, they're going to look. You know, the seed vaults and those that you go to and you go online and you buy them and they have catalogs and everything else, they have a database of every single customer they have, every single uh, customer that's bought seeds. They know how many seeds you've bought. And those companies don't have... You know, they they don't have anything in the way of 512-bit encryption or anything like that. They're, you're going to be lucky if they're not storing it under somebody's Excel uh, spreadsheet, you know, as a CSV, with the password being 1234. <laughs> because, yes, that really is the most common password that people utilize. That password and enter that. Yeah. So, So, yeah. So economic wise that's that's it that's how scary all this is where we at, time wise
0: 42 but okay. i still have the okay. people suck stuff
1: okay so the government is made up of people the government sucks and the fact that it that people are willing to work for the government doing these things you know government hires these all these IRS agents and they learn start learning all of the things they don't want To learn that they didn't think about before, and they still took the jobs, still have the jobs. Government sucks, and people suck.
0: So, let's move on now to our "people suck" segment. (laughs) Um, I have a a few a few things from Reddit, as per usual. Um, They some of them are just like stories that people have. Some of them are from confessions. I think some of them are, uh, it's just, it's not, it's not anything like too deep. It's just Mm -hmm. things that I found that I was like, wow. Uh, yeah, (laughs) you are the a-hole or things like that. Mm -hmm. So this one, this one just sucks. Um, because this guy sucks and, um, it's a runaway account from r slash true off my chest and it is titled, My husband wants to be a mother to his affair child.
1: Wait, what 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 <laughs> hold on. My husband wants to be a mother wants me oh. to be. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I, 29 female and my husband, 44 male, have been together for five years and married for two. I met him at the church I started going to when I moved cities to start my career. Big red flag already for me. Um, I work for an insurance company and he's a pastor. Second big red flag for me. (laughs) I know that we have a notable age gap, but he was always kind to me and made me feel special. Anyhow, a week ago, he came home and told me we needed to talk. He told me through tears that he had been having an affair with one of our community members, 34 female, and that she had been pregnant with twins. She had gone into labor. She and one of the twins died and the other is in the NICU. He said we needed to step up and that he wants me to turn my office into a nursery and set up a cot in the room so we can take turns. I became distressed and told him I wanted some time to think, that I was not sure I wanted to do this. He told me that I had made a vow to him in marriage and that God had blessed us with a child, (sighs) that this is our cross to bear and that God will never give us something we cannot handle. I told him that it seemed God had given her more than she could handle because she died. I know I should not have, but I was not thinking correctly. He slapped me and told me that I needed to serve my husband
1: what? that God had chosen
0: me as this child's mother and I needed to be his humble servant. I just feel so strange. Yesterday I cried so hard. I threw up this woman died yet. I feel bad for myself. I feel so ugly. I wanted children and was saving for IVF because I am infertile. But now mm-hmm. that I have a chance to have a child and I just don't want it. I feel like I'd be robbing its mother mother's grave. I pray to God. But if I'm, being honest it's never felt like anyone was ever listening i feel like i've truly seen my husband and he no longer looks kind he looks his age and very tired i want to abandon him and the child i'm only 29 i can start over i have a remote job i can take a day off when he goes to the nicu pack my essentials and leave neither him nor the child deserve this and although this is my circus that is not my monkey So that that like I can't it's so hard for me <laughs> being, and I know that this you probably saw some of you know your horror- horror mm. stories from <clears throat> church flashing <clears throat> back in that because just it mm. is such a toxic thing it's church is toxic and for anybody that is in a great church that does nothing but lift people up and they have you know they know their pastor and they know they're not taking money and blah 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 and any of that then, then good for you but I mm-hmm. have to tell you that you are the minority in church yeah. because that is not most of them are not like that most of them are cash grabs for people that are selfish and just sit there and spout lies in your face and say oh I'm mm-hmm. going to pray for you and nothing is going to change for you and you're going to be miserable and they're going to go it's okay but if you keep doing these things and keep supporting me and my lifestyle that you can't have, then you know you're going to be fine. And the fact that you were married to him and he slapped you because mm-hmm. you didn't want to agree mm-hmm. with him, and then used God to try to guilt trip you into doing what he wanted you. He, yeah, no, that that is an abusive relationship. He is already de- he he destroyed your life and is trying to further destroy your life to keep you around for something he wants that you don't want, and is forcing you under the you know guys that. God is watching and you'll be a horrible person and go to hell. If you don't do the things that he says, you already have your answer. You already know you said it. The very last thing that it, that it's yeah, your circus, but it's not your fucking monkey. You are not responsible for any of that. You need to get out Mm -hmm. of there. You, you already have something that you can do, do it because there is no world (laughs) where anybody that puts their hands on you is going to see anything from your side. So that's my two cents on that.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what what Billy Graham said. And uh, those who know who Billy Graham is know this is a Billy Graham quote. And it's a very common quote. And it's really simple. Satan and hell aren't in the bars. They're not in the brothels. They're not in the casinos. They're not in the whorehouses. They're not in the crack houses. They're not in the streets. None of them are any of those places. You know why? Because for those of you who believe, understand this. We've already got them. Nobody invades a place they already have. They're in the churches. And the churches are filled with people who want to do good and forces that want to do bad. And that's what anybody who goes to any church should ultimately believe. If you believe in the devil, then you have to believe the devil's not going to fight against the people he's already won. The devil is going to fight against the people who are already there and it twists people up and twisted people find it and utilize the word to twist it up. Okay. Um, I say this because this is where everything else has to make sense is because, you know, having been in churches, churches all my life and having studied and studied um, and being able to walk away from it and not be bitter. like Amy is bitter. Amy absolutely is bitter, and I understand that. Um, I can look at it and go, yeah, I see it. I' saw it my entire time in the church pastors and, and that were you know having affairs. and as a matter of fact, um, right before our church, the last church that we went to had a big coup, um, the previous pastor we found out his wife was sleeping with another, uh, member of the church and I knew exactly who it was. I knew exactly who it was just a Weasley beta blah. And I knew what was going on. Um, as soon as he said something to me and I was the one he confided in and I was like, and he and I didn't get along. I didn't get along with most of the leaders of our church, you know? And here's the thing. I don't care. Church or not, we're people. And anybody can join a church, including twisted, you know, self-serving and in your case, um, fricking sociopathic narcissists, which is what you have as a husband. I would never strike my wife. I would never hit my girlfriends. I would never out of anger pop off on even my own kids. There is a level of discipline that's involved in that. Believe me, I've wanted to, but there is a level of discipline that says that I will never and never have done that. The only time that I've ever done anything like that was when I was being assaulted and I wasn't going to just sit there and take it. <laughs> that's it. You know, um, the moment that his hands went to you, everything else is moot. Mm-hmm. because l- listen, an abuser, once they can do it once, they're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Anybody who says otherwise, that's BS. If, if you don't think that's BS, then I, I want you to have a convicted pedophile who says, I'm better now around your kids. You won't because you know that's not true. Okay? And honestly, a convicted pedophile who has gotten better, the first thing they are going to say is, hey, keep me away from kids. Because obviously, I'm screwed up. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so same, same thing here. No. He put his hands to you done honestly he he okay and this is where uh, the Bible comes into play it says the only the only cause that women can divorce men in the Bible is if the man walks away and, and basically grants her a divorce look your husband cheated on you he walked away he married another woman by the Bible that is somebody walking away from you they are bound that's what the Bible says. So, no matter what excuse you need, no matter what level of excuse you need, get away. That is not your kid, and I am sorry that that lady died. I know nothing of her story or anything about her, and I'm sorry that she died and one of the one of the babies died. And I would honestly tell you to probably feel sorry for that mom because by the way that your sociopathic narcissist has responded to you not care um, you know uh, caving to his wants. And then slapping you and then using the Bible as a weapon. He probably manipulated her too. He probably doesn't even know what love actually is. He just knows what his agenda is. And he's going to do whatever it takes to get there. And he's going to justify it. How do I know? Because I know people like that. You've seen people like that. And you Mm -hmm. had one sitting there using God as to say why her husband wouldn't divorce her after she's been divorced three times. You know. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that's just, I'm sorry. If I ever put my hands to you, please call the cops, put my ass in jail, be done. Anybody, anybody or whoop the living crap out of them. One or the other. If you can, Oh, Oh, you hit me. So this is mutual. Bink. (laughs) Bats are mutual, you know, but I, you know, I never would ever. I've gotten mad, yelled, screamed, got right up in your face. Never. Ever would I put my hands to you, and it's like, and never would I utilize something else as a command from God. That is not your child. That is not. That is honestly. There is a woman and a baby who have been saved from having this man in their life any longer, and you need to just I. He sucks. You you got a winner. That guy sucks. (laughs) I mean seriously. Please tell me that everybody wasn't like, oh, you need to endure this. Okay. Everybody's like, GT the FO, yeah. right? Okay, good.
0: So this next one <sighs> is the rest of them aren't anywhere near as heavy as good. that one. You this, always find
1: them though, man. <laughs>
0: this one this one just makes me angry <laughs> because oh, it's an Am I the A-hole? Mm-hmm. Um, from user IC underscore Jess, and everyone has deemed them the A-hole. Okay. And you'll understand, but just from the title. Okay. Am I the a hole because a child I was babysitting had to pee in a pool?
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. And it's, again,
0: short. Yesterday, I was helping a family friend with her kids at a water park. She was watching her very little boy, and I was with her girls going on the slides and stuff. The girls and I were getting in line for a slide when the younger girl is like, I really have to pee. But the bathrooms were across the park. So I'm like, let's just get in the lazy river and you can pee. I guess I was too loud because a woman standing in line ahead of us just turned and glared at me.
1: Yeah, I'd glare at you. I'd be like, "The would, hell you yeah, don't!" Don't you just glared to her? at you? Yeah, no. I would.
0: I would have been so mad. See, and and she <laughs> yelled at you.
1: And that's where you have to see the that if she'd have pulled up the camera, her phone right there, and somebody was recording it, it would look like this lady was yelling at her because of her kid. And she would. Karen yells at my kid because they peed in a pool. No, and you are plotting and you're telling them and it's okay
0: you got out of line Mm -hmm. to go use the lazy river instead of getting out of line to go to the bathroom and for anybody who doesn't
1: know the lazy river is literally it's what it is is it's a little thing that goes around in circles and it just it's just moves slow and some people go tubing on it and some other people just sit and relax in it and let the water run nobody wants to run in kids you know nobody finds it soothing to run in kid (laughs) piss I want to point this out. If you ever go to a pool, and I've I've said this to you, so I just want to let everybody else know this. If you ever go to a pool and it smells like chlorine, get out. Because chlorine doesn't have a smell. Chlorine mixed with ammonium has a smell. So if you smell the chlorine, you're not smelling the chlorine. You're smelling the chlorine ammonium. Go grab chlorine pellets. Open it up. It doesn't have a chlorine smell, what we're used to. When you get to a pool and it's either either and it's got a bunch of chlorine in it, it's reacting with algae, it's reacting with ammonium. And guess what? That's what causes that smell. So when I I, I knew that when I was a kid, and I went to a public pool and I was there first thing in the morning, right? Mm. Oh man, it was great. It was in Vacaville, it was two dollars and you got to swim the whole day. Holy crud, got there in the morning, nothing smelled. I am like seven years old, eight years old, I think at this. And I mean I had a blast. And then I left because I wanted to go get something to eat and I had $2, there was a Seven Eleven, and they had, um, you know, it was 50 cent hot dogs and chili dogs and so I went over there and then I walked back and I could, and and by then it was full and I could smell the chlorine and I threw up because it was so disgusting to know what that was. So, just know that. If you're smelling the chlorine, somebody's peed in the pool. That's That's all there is to it, you know, so... Ah yes, you're the oh. There's the a hole. God, people suck. Okay, keep going, man. I swear, I want, I want a freaking sound for it.
0: (laughs) This last one is another. Am I the a hole? And it's one of those that there is a thin line. Um, but I agree with the majority of the comments saying that that he's an a hole. Um, and it's from the title. You wouldn't you wouldn't think because it's one of those like this is a bait title. Mm -hmm. It's from user vast underscore competition 2066. And it's titled, am I the a-hole for trying to get myself a cup of water? (laughs) Right off the bat. (laughs) What? No. Like, that's exactly what would happen. Um, So I'm not going to make you answer it Mm because it's one of those. Again, it's a bait question. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, male, 25, met this girl female 24 on a dating app a few weeks ago and we've been on a lot of dates that went well this weekend she invited me over to her apartment for the first time to watch a movie i got thirsty so when she went to use the bathroom i went to into the kitchen to try to get myself some water i wasn't sure where she kept the cups so i looked through the cabinets for them she came out when i was still searching for them and got really upset with me for supposedly invading her privacy and going through her things i told her that it wasn't that big of a deal since i just wanted to get some water but she insisted that i should have asked her where the cups were if i couldn't find it after a while instead of taking it upon myself to go through an entire kitchen which isn't true I just opened some drawers and cabinets in my opinion, she was being unnecessarily defensive and territorial, especially towards someone she is seeing. I wouldn't have a problem with someone getting water for themselves in my kitchen, and I told her as such. She insisted that her boundaries were not the same as mine, and I told her that it was illogical since dating someone should be letting her boundaries down. She cut the date short and said that she wanted time to think. I texted her later that night that I was sorry that she got angry with me for trying to get water, but she still hasn't messaged me back. Most of my friends think that she was being unreasonable mm. as well, but my sister seems to agree with her. Was it really that big of a deal that I tried to get myself water for myself from the kitchen and looked through the, cu- the kitchen for cups? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you're the <laughs> mm. I-, I can understand your thought process. You clearly have not had anything terrible in invasion in of privacy Mm happened to you at least uh, that you're aware of obviously because you have a phone or a laptop or whatever you used to post this um you don't have you know you you clearly aren't territorial over material things you must not be you you must not have space that you go this is my space stay out of my space like you just might not be that kind of a person but I hate to break it to you. Most people are that kind of a person. Mm -hmm. And if that's their space, they don't want you all up in their space. This is the first time you're over at her apartment house, whatever. And you just digging through her kitchen, looking for a cup. Yeah. That's, that's rude. That is the definition of rude. You are a guest at her place. You go, Hey, is it okay if I can get some water? Because, yeah, by all means, these things go great. Mm-hmm. You ask her for water, and then you know where they are from that point forward. And then that the next time, you go, hey, is it okay if I get myself a cup of water? And if she still insists, no, let me do it for you, then you just need to wait for that boundary to not be a boundary anymore. Because that's how dating works. Mm-hmm. You don't just start dating, and then all boundaries just out the window. You have to build your way and earn the trust. Because you have no idea what she's been through. You have no idea her experience. And she may not have any experience. She's, she may just like her stuff to be her stuff. She doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. Sure you've been on a plenty of dates But going to her house or apartment, that's that is a very different step in dating. And you have to earn the right to be able to just be there like she's not going to expect you to just be wandering her apartment or house Mm -hmm. because, oh, well, you weren't home. But I came over and so I just let myself in like that because yeah, it may sound dramatic, but that's literally that's what that gives off to me. If you're not willing to respect her privacy, yes, it's a kitchen, but you don't understand that that means that you don't care. That is that. That's the vibe that that gives off. Well, it's just a kitchen. And the next thing is going to be what well, was just your dresser. And the next thing is going to be what well, was just your phone. Like, because that's literally those are. If you don't have the respect for something as little as her kitchen cabinets then who's to say you're going to have respect for her other things Mm -hmm. and her privacy? Because that's what it is. You are still a stranger. Going on dates does not mean that you know that person. You don't know what it's like to live with them. You don't know what it's like to be with them for extended periods of time. And you have no idea how your guys' chemistry is going to work when you're actually around each other, Mm -hmm. not around other people, not doing other things that you've been doing before out and about. You're sitting at home watching movies eating dinner whatever having more personal one-on-one time where there's not other people around mm-hmm. you you don't know each other yet so yeah no i you're you're the a-hole stay out of damn kitchen it right. doesn't matter yeah. what you're
1: <laughs> so so i had uh a girlfriend her name was lisa and uh we had been going out for a little bit and Honestly, it was, it was very, very casual. Like we hadn't even slept together yet. Like it was just, it was very casual and, and I really don't even like to call her a girlfriend. Um, but what the thing was is I always had apartments and condos and everything that I had always had two bathrooms, right? I had my Mm -hmm. master bathroom and then I had the general bathroom and the master bathroom was always off of my bedroom. That's just the way that things would work out. And so whenever anybody would come over to my house and want to use the restroom, they get to use the, the you know, guest restroom. That's it. Period. End of story. You weren't allowed in the master bathroom. That's my bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she, while I was cooking, decided she was going to sneak off and go look in my bathroom. Now, there is nothing in my bathroom. <laughs> but like, that's not the point. <laughs> right. That, and that's exactly 100% right. So I'm sitting there and I ask her a question. Now, my master bathroom was upstairs, My Main part of my condo is downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and I was like, hey, by the way, do you have any food allergies? Because I was doing what I always do, which is cooking. Didn't get an answer. Go Look, didn't get an answer. Bathroom door downstairs. There's no light in there. And I hear it creak. And the thing is, is and I have this really, really good talent that freaks everybody out, including you. (laughs) Is that I can literally make myself disappear. I mean, I can walk up right behind you and you don't know that I'm there. Everybody's got like that little three foot feel when people are around. But you've had me do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Walked up right behind you. And I just you can't even tell I'm there. I stop breathing. I stop any kind of motion, anything like that. And I knew how to go up my stairs without anything creaking. And my stairs were also really nice stairs at the time. (laughs) So they didn't really creak a lot. So I went up the stairs and there she was in my medicine cabinet, in my bathroom with the door, you know, halfway open. And I was like, so do you have any food allergies, Lisa? Like she like, you know, obviously caught. And I was like, what are you doing? Well, I have a headache. Then you should ask me for something. If you have a headache, there's, there's ibuprofen and aspirin downstairs in the guest bathroom for just that reason. Well, you were looking through my stuff. Why don't you just go ahead and head home? And that was it. And that was like a, two months, two months we were seeing each other, you know, hadn't done anything. And it was like, cause we, we worked together and I was just, it was, you know, always a different situation when you work with somebody cause you don't want to jump into bed right away. Literally. what was the last time I went out with her and ended up getting me more dates because she went to other people to try to complain about why the fact that I didn't want to see her anymore and why I didn't want to see her anymore. And other girls were like, Oh, so he respects privacy. What a jerk type situation. <laughs> and you know. And and they asked her, like, what well, did you find anything? Well no. So what are you doing? What are you looking for? And she wouldn't even answer never to this to that to this day has never answered me what she was looking for. That's not the point. Unless I invite you into my bathroom, invite you into my bedroom, you have no business being there. You know? And so it's like Yeah, he's the A hole and and people suck. <laughs> Is that our last one? And so You know, just everybody needs to respect other people's privacy. And as we've talked about in this podcast, people need to respect each other's privacy. The government needs to respect our privacy. Everybody needs to respect privacy. We need to be able to live our own life. You can't be free if everybody's looking over you. Fish are not free in your fish tank. They are only free when they're able to go and swim about and enjoy their lives. And we are not free. And it's like, and it sucks. And when I have anybody that's intrusive, and if you're intrusive, if you're one of those people, you need to get help. You need to seriously get help. Because look, there's, there's no room for jealousy in relationships. There's no room for anything unless somebody's throwing up huge red flags. Huge, like red flags. You, if you would have sat there and said, hey, can I just look through your drawers? I've done that because I am a chef. And so when I go to somebody's house and I go to a girl's house and or, you know, or her apartment or whatever, the first thing I want to do, I always look at the kitchen and I look and it's like, oh, gosh, she's got scraped Teflon pans and things like that. You know, yeah, I'm judgy when it comes to stuff like that. But privacy should be respected unless somebody invites you into their house and invites you into their life and invites you into that area of it. Respect it. Otherwise, you suck. People suck. Government sucks. And thank you so much for joining us on the afternoon dive and the stupid podcast on everything where I've been Joey and I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you that which does not kill you is still trying to look at all your stuff. Peace out with your peace out.